Welcome. Welcome. Hey, to... guess what? Welcome to Hey, guess hey, what? Hey, guess what? Hey. This is Stay F. Homkins. We're back. We're back. We took We're... a little break, hiatus. A little brickety break. By one week. <laughs> That's right. And we're here. We took literally one night off. <laughs> one night off. I am Janie Haddad Tompkins. I am Paul F. Tompkins. He is a comedian. She is an actress. Together. Oh, Alexa made a noise. Hey, Alexa, leave us alone. <laughs> Together, we're the Homkins. <laughs> no, Alexa, no. I'm showing off for the podcast because usually I'm very deferential to AIs because of when they take over. Uh, yes, Alex, I'd love to hear whatever you want to tell me about. Um, this is our little pod. It's our after dinner conversation. You we, just tune in. We literally just had dinner. Pour now your we're having weekend a little drink. Got my weekend, weekend water. water. Got my cowboy. What is this called? A reverse cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a drink I made up. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, let's see, this is episode 27. That's right. The year of Saturn returns. What? Yeah, that's like why rock stars die at 27. Because Saturn returns and kills the rock stars? <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess the theory is, like, if you're into this stuff, is like... Basically, when you turn 27, like something bad happens to you. And guess what? <laughs> when I turned 27, something bad did happen to me. However, I think it's just like when you're 27, things bad happen to you. I think when I was 27, I continued being the bad thing that happened to other people. <laughs> Couldn't that be the bad thing that happened to you, though? Yes. That, that that was like... Uh... But that had been that way for a while. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because you feel like you just, you were not like a fully formed, I, I mean, wonder, no one, well, you know. How, when I was 27, I moved here in 94, 27, I would have been, it would have been um, 1996 for me. Mm -hmm. And that is when I got fired for stealing a tower mm. video. Guys, you can hear that in his comedy special. But then laboring under delusions. Laboring under delusions about jobs he's had. Um, But then I also did get a, my first big showbiz job. Later that year. Well, shoot. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, those rock stars did get to be rock stars. Maybe you only, <laughs> it's only like the one bad thing, and then you get to move on to right. good things. Like once the bad thing happens. Yeah. I mean, if the bad thing is death, you don't get to move on. Mm. That's pretty much it. That's a good point. You go in the ground, and that's it. Oh, my God. Hey, we went to um, West Virginia last weekend. Wild, wonderful that's right. West by God, Virginia. We saw Country Bigfoot, of course. Roads. Take, Take me home. We saw, we saw the Mothman. We saw the we Mothman. Saw, we, they, they were hanging out with Jessica the Dancing Outlaw. We saw... The three of them together. <laughs> We we did the whole thing. We did it all. We saw Chuck Yeager. Uh, saw, the ghost of Chuck Yeager. We saw Don Knotts. Don Knotts, that's right. We saw Pearl Buck. We Pearl saw who? Pearl Buck. Pearl Buck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We had a very nice time with Janie's family. We did. We unfortunately were there for a sad event. My cousin passed away this year, and this was a memorial for him. Mm-hmm. And um, his son, his teenage son, came in, and mm-hmm. his ex-wife came in, and that was real sad. And you know, I wanted to be there for my cousins who are his siblings yeah. and stuff because this was a hard year anyway. We were all supposed to get together in 2020, like in May. And as we all know, <laughs> that did not come to fruition because travel in May of 2020 was kind of like not happening, really. It was because of the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. <laughs> yes. It was this like worldwide pandemic. That's anyway. like still happening or whatever. And then Cut so, to. <laughs> so oh, this is crazy, but like we were on Delta. So so we I was gonna fly the, I think I was flying by myself last year when I was supposed to go for the cousin reunion. Because yes, it right. wasn't a memorial yet. It was yes. cousin reunion. And um so I had this Delta ticket and um so when all that went down last year, I called Delta and I was like, Well, I can't really fly I just thought like they'd give me my money back, but I didn't book the ticket during mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. they were like, okay, you can have Delta dollars. And I was like, oh, cool. And then they were like, and you can buy anything from the top shelf. And they were like, oh, and they expire. <laughs> Unlike your dollars, which just go away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And so I was like, okay, well we can go to the cousin memorial and slash reunion family get together. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just use the Delta dollars. So that was a whole situation because you can't just like... And then you had like an e-voucher from a previous, like the year before. Yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. a play and I was going to go see my mom. That's right. And then I cashed in those tickets because I stayed in LA to do this play. That's a whole other story. And so they were like separate. Like one was like an e-voucher. One was like Delta. They were like different... Uh, coupon codes Mm -hmm. and I punch them in on the website and they aren't like taking like you know and I'm like so I have to call human and there's like a a nine hour wait for Delta it's absurd yeah yeah so that was the whole thing and then by the way our dollars (laughs) it's like they were they say why don't you leave us your number and we'll call you back and then you might get a call at 2 30 in the morning and what (laughs) yes and then I just Delta were you asleep (laughs) yeah Dumbass. I was asleep, Delta. I was fucking asleep. And then the mu- it didn't even cover the tickets because it was like a holiday weekend mm-hmm. and we had to go on specific time- times. Like we couldn't be flexible with our dates. Yeah. And um, so then we still had to pay Delta more money for those. Yeah. Somehow the airlines <laughs> won again. Somehow the airlines, they got bailed out and they are still struggling yeah. and I don't, and they're always full yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is going on there? I think the claim is always is the jet fuel is so expensive. <laughs> whatever. And it's like, make okay. some of that shit with corn oil or whatever. Also, like, yeah, like, plug it in. <laughs> Figure or, it out, yeah, guys. <laughs> like, do something. Because it's not good. No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I mean... Anyway, we so we anyway so we go we go and tra- this is our first time traveling um, since the pandemic since the pandemic and the airline is crazy. It's a holiday weekend. Oh, and it's LAX granted. too. And it's LAX. And oh, they the- had apparently spent three hundred million dollars to <laughs> uh, 
Change redo the color this terminal, of the and they essentially uh, painted it. It looked like the same terminal with like nice, brightly lit colors and everything. Yeah. And I was like, wait, there's no more space. No, they didn't add like it was exactly the. It same. It was like the same setup. Yeah, it was like so crazy. And then still a weird giant staircase right in the middle of everything. Oh, that my escalator was broken by the way. Oh, so wait, so, so we're at TSA pre-check and my ticket didn't grab my pre-check. So I had to go through the regular security line and I was like, this is not cool. So I got that sorted after the fact, Mm. but, um, so we had to split up for it to go through security and my side of security the escalator is broken. That's and so horrible. I look to my right and left and they're like elderly people Ugh. like struggling, like carrying yeah. these heavy baggages up the stairs and like moms like lugging strollers and babies. Oh, well, and a couple hours before <sighs> that, up. someone had left a package behind Suspicious package. at LAX. And so they were afraid that there they was a bomb. They shut the package. They shut the whole terminal down. Including the package. To clear, and, they shut the, and they came with like canine units. We still saw, we saw some of the dogs. <laughs> they were saving lives. It's funny that uh, I think that we used to always think it was just German shepherds, but it's like all kinds of dogs. <laughs> Well, now you know they're training dogs like to smell COVID and stuff. Yes. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for a dog to smell me. I want dog. I want, how am I doing? I want a dog to like do every. I want it to do like my skin check, my moles. <laughs> <laughs> I smell dog smell my moles. I want the dog. You know, because like they can smell my mole and dogs, start barking. Like, dogs can smell cancer too. Yes. And they and they're training them like to smell COVID too. What about those cats that they have in nursing homes that always know when somebody's going to die? Oh, and they go sleep with that person. They uh, go in their bed. Uh, I think that cat's a murderer. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. All right, so continue our Delta uh, adventure. So, of course, there's a connecting <laughs> flight that we have to make. Yeah, because we're going to West Virginia. West, by God, Virginia. Now, here's the thing. What's what's funny to me is I have this this TripIt app, so I put all my itineraries in there, and it gives me updates and stuff like that, in addition to the ones the airline gives yeah, me. Yeah, I don't do TripIt. Sometimes TripIt will he give me it. an update before the airline will give me the update. That's mm-hmm. why I really like it. But TripIt was telling me for a good couple weeks, whenever we booked that flight, that our connection was at risk. Things were and it's changing. like how it has it. This is <laughs> this is weeks from now. Things changed frequently with our flight yes. leading up to leaving. Like to the point yeah. of like, I guess we'll just go there and see what happens. But like, what is going on? Like this ha- this flight hasn't happened yet. How could it be changing so much? <laughs> because they kept changing the the um the depart time. I know, but why is what I'm saying. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's so, like did somebody want to sleep in or something? So <laughs> Of course, we get we land and it, we take off late, and then we land and it's it, where we have fifteen minutes to get fifteen from minutes. what like T to, to go, D or something yes, like that. We had we land no D to B, T to B. I don't know. We landed. Something like that. We landed in one concourse in the Atlanta airport, and we had to go to another concourse in the Atlanta airport. And we had a 15-minute window to make it. Yes. And they, they said on the on the boarding – I think on the boarding pass it said that um, the door 
closes 15 minutes after boarding or something. So, so it's like basically what we were being told was you, the plane is gone, but we still, we hustled like oh, we ran. power walked, ran. Um, we got we on the train, we got to the thing. Blah, blah, blah. We're like carrying, we're like carrying our suitcases up an escalator and running past people up an escalator. And I'm like sucking in masks the whole way, by the way. Yes. And we're keeping, we're keeping the family in West Virginia abreast of our, of our travails and everything. Yeah. Cause it was like, Oh, if we miss this flight, we're definitely spending the night in Atlanta. And I was like, I bought Wi-Fi on the plane because I was like, maybe we can get to, Charlotte or maybe like tonight mm-hmm. or maybe we can you know like what's or maybe we can there's a flight in the morning the flight in the next morning was sold out like I was like I don't know what we're gonna do like in my mind I'm like maybe we should just go to Miami for the 4th of July I don't know <laughs> like I didn't know so we finally land and of course everyone else is in the same situation we're in with various connecting flights and everybody wants to get get out <laughs> But they don't make like, sometimes they'll make an announcement that says, Hey, can you please stay in your seat? If you're, if this is your final destination, stay here, stay in your seat and let these people try to <laughs> fucking haul ass and make their connections. Yeah. So we're, so all these people are standing up. There's a guy behind me is like, Hey, can I get ahead of you? Cause my connection's at, um, nine 30. And Janie and I both said, ours is nine 15. And he's like, Oh. <laughs> He was like such a stoner. Seemingly. He was a little stony, yeah. Yeah, he was like stony. And then, what was he asking then he you? Said, because then we were like, sorry, ours is in 15 minutes or whatever. And then um, he was like, uh, uh, do you like know this airport? Like how to get around <laughs> in this airport? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's signs everywhere. Like, That's all I just I can tell like you. use the signage. I yeah. mean, I didn't know what to say, and like everyone's like sweaty and stressed, yeah. and y- you know, like just waiting to deplane and run. Yeah. So we deplane and we run, yeah. and we get on the little train. We go to the we get to the right concourse. We're running through the concourse. We finally get to our gate, and the doors closed. There's no one behind the desk. And this seems like a bad sign. This feels like the beginning of like a sitcom. Or so something. we're like looking at it and I'm, and we're, we're all, at that point, we're starting to talk like, okay, what should we do now? Because nobody's here. The flight's gone. Another guy pulls up, um, right behind us who was on our flight and he's like, yeah, I, 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 I guess ran. we missed it. You yeah. Know? He was on, yeah. Then lady in a red vest, airport employee, with a lanyard comes walking around the corner. And we toward said, the gate. Yeah. Like yeah. toward the desk. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, did that plane leave yet? And she goes, huh, let me see. You know, hits the pad, walks down the hall. We, we're on the other side of the door. We're just waiting. We have no idea what's going on. Finally, after like a minute, we hear her on the other side of the door. She's like pushing the door open and then it's closing again, pushing it open and then closing again. This and is she's saying, yeah, no, no. she's just like talking to somebody. Yeah. And then she says, okay, come on and I have to walk you down. And so we run down the, the gang plank <laughs> and then they let us on. We walk onto the plane <laughs> and we see Janie's father and his wife. They, They're on our plane. They stand up to greet us. We're like, what is... Why are you on our plane? They're smiling and laughing. And we're like, what is... What's happening? Yeah. And we're sweating. And like, I'm like near tears at yeah. this point. Because I'm like, huh, you know, like I can't... Like I, I breathed in my mask so bad running through the <laughs> airport. I was like, 
I don't want to. And sound... you always sprinkle a little hot sauce in your mask. <laughs> I don't want to sound... And it backfired on you finally. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. You know, I I don't want to be one of these anti-maskers. That's like I can't breathe because I'm not. But if you are running full force with your arms full of luggage, yeah, yeah. and you don't have it the right situation going on with yeah, your mask. Absolutely. You do suck in the mask. Yeah. Like I was like, I couldn't get oxygenated. Yeah. And I had a filter in mine and it was, it was rough. But the people that complain about that are people that are trying to go to a store. Yeah. They're not <laughs> they're like, I'm going to collapse on the ground. Yeah. I was like, whatever. So, so I'm like, I don't know why they're on our plane. It was weird. We sit and we try to figure it out. Like, Cause we're like, rows ba- we're like 10 rows behind them. Yeah. And we have to buckle in instantly because they're yeah. ta- they're like waiting on us and they're like And there's backing. that feeling every once in a while this has happened to me where I'm the last person on the plane and you just feel like everyone's mad at you, even though no we all know like the plane doesn't wait anywhere. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not like the plane is like, we're not taking off until Paul gets here. <laughs> like they're fine to take off without you. Yeah. So we finally we get to Charleston, West, West Virginia. And we we get off and your dad and Betty are waiting for us yes. outside. Yeah. And then what did your dad say? He said, I said, what were you, what's going on? What were you guys doing there? You know, what, how did you get on our, and he, and he goes, I told you I'd meet you at the airport. I just didn't say which one. Now he was thrilled. <laughs> He was thrilled to deliver this coup de grace. What? (laughs) He had obviously been, because they were coming back from a vacation. So They knew they had to make that same connecting flight. They were coming back from a vacation that I didn't know they were on. So I thought that, and wait, this is the worst part. We were seriously thinking like, did they fly here to meet Meet us us? in Atlanta? Why would they do that? even know this part is that leading up to this trip, because my dad was like, I'm going to pick y'all up. I'm going to meet you at the airport. That was, I'm going to meet you at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, my dad's like, he just turned like 80, he's turning 81. I don't want him to, it's going to, we get in at 11 p.m. I don't want him uh, drive. I want to take like an Uber or a taxi or something, and and then everyone's like, "No, you can't get an Uber or a taxi, and it's West Virginia. Like, no way. Like, no way." Let me tell you something. As a person not from West Virginia, <laughs> what I've learned about West Virginians is that they love to tell you that you're in West Virginia now. <laughs> and so anything you might mention, they'll say, "Oh yeah, 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 not in West Virginia." Not in West Virginia. And then, so I was like, well, I'm on this huge thread with all my cousins. And I was like, well, maybe I'll see if anyone's, because I had Atlanta cousins coming in. Mm. And I'm like, if someone's on that late flight with us, maybe we can ride to the hotel with, with them or something. You know, so I'm texting. This is unknown to my dad. I'm like texting them and I'm like, is anyone coming in on that Atlanta flight? Because, you know, maybe we could hitch a ride. And and they were all like, no, but we'll come get you. And I was like, well, I don't want to just make one of my cousins yeah. come. You know, yeah, like yeah. now I'm like, this is the same boat 
is whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was like trying to get my dad off the hook to come get us. But what I didn't know is they had this, they were on vacation with my, like with my, my stepmother's kids. Like they all had this vacation planned with the kids and the grandkids and they cut it short to come home for the funeral. And so my dad, when he got our flight information booked the same connecting flight, and just like could not wait. He just like kept it secret for weeks because in his mind, he's going to meet us at the gate, not on the plane because we right. would have been at the same gate. Yes. Yeah. It worked out even better for him. <laughs> this was even more of a surprise. Yeah. And so, and so he was on that plane. He'd been keeping it secret for weeks. And then I was like, <laughs> oh I'm my God. I'm happy for him. <laughs> He was thrilled. <laughs> he was, he was so, so thrilled to say excited. it. Excited. I told you I'd meet you at the airport. I just didn't say which one. <laughs> so then we were like, okay, great. So. <laughs> and then he presented you with a huge bottle of Jameson's that we couldn't fly home with. Not a huge bottle. It was like a little, I think he was thinking, well, I can't buy him a regular size bottle because that's too much. So I'll get him this like one of those in between bottles. He want, I guess he thought you might need it at the hotel I don't know. or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever drunk whiskey in front of him. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it was like, it, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then we stayed at the we stayed at the good old Embassy Suites. But the exciting part of our journey is if you listen to Stay at Homekins, you know that our official podcast merchandise is sold by the wonderful created and sold. Created and sold by the wonderful uh design team and entrepreneurs at Kinship Goods, which is based in Charleston. Yes. Hillary and Dan. And we didn't know, like, how are you going to get to meet Hillary and Dan? Because, like, it was a tight schedule. Like, I have so much family. It's, like, a lot. Yeah. And everything was happening during the day. So, it's, like, when can we, when could we get over to their <sighs> to the shop, store to yeah. see them or whatever? And, like, Hillary was, like, oh, I know. I have a big family. I totally get it. And I was, like, ugh. This is going to work. And then it did work that we were, like, hey, we can see you between this time and this time. And, you know, and we went to the actual Kinship Goods. That's right. Flagship store in Charleston, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we met Hillary and Dan and they were awesome. Yeah. And we met their dog, Sissy. They picked us up at the Embassy Suites. On Sunday, they gave us a ride. The store's not open. They opened it up for us to go look around and have a visit and everything. And it was really cool to see the shop and and the the way the the store is set up and everything. Yeah, silk screens and the. And then we had like a lovely visit with them. We learned we heard their story of how they got together and yeah, they met in Louisville. Dan's from Louisville. Hillary's from West Virginia. Then they moved back. And it was just really awesome. Like, yeah, it was great. If you're ever in Charleston, West Virginia, you have to go to Kinship Goods. Got to go to Kinship Goods. And they Sissy the dog, who Sissy. is an elder beagle. I know. Sissy she is. So she's sweet. a grand lady. <laughs> but also, we just like had so much fun. Like, I don't know. It was, it was like we met them like through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like all of this podcast. 
I mean, I had known about Kinship Goods before Stay of Homekins yeah. because I had purchased stuff from their website before because mm-hmm. they have like these awesome West Virginia shirts. I got my brother one for Christmas one year. My cousin bought me some West Virginia shirts after he came out here and sent them over. So like I was already like a fan of their stuff and had followed them online. So just like the whole like interacting with them through this horrible past year and like kind of developing a beginning friendship with these people from afar, it was really weird and, and like a cool thing that came out of stay of home Ken's that I, yeah. When would that have happened otherwise? You know what I mean? Like it, it's really wild because I forgot until they told us that the reason we got to know them is because they listened to the podcast first and then contacted us about they wanted doing to an run ad. an ad. They wanted to do an ad, yeah. And we were like, what instead of an ad, what if? <laughs> what if we did this? And then it was like, the and the merchandise has been amazing. Like, first of all, I love all my Stay of Hunkins yeah. swag. Like, I wear, I think I wear my sweatshirt, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I wear yeah, yeah. it like all the time. Like it's my favorites. Yeah. People, all my sweatshirts from there are my favorite sweatshirts. Everyone that we know that's bought stuff from there says how comfortable it is. Hi, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Including Cuckoo. What if we got Cuckoo a little tiny t-shirt? Oh my God, we need to get Cuckoo a little Kinship Ghost t-shirt. <laughs> like a teensy little Kinship Ghost t-shirt. Right, Cuckoo. Wouldn't you like that, Cuckoo? Okay, Cuckoo. Okay. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> um, but yeah, like your your cousins were saying... Oh, yeah, we went and bought stuff. We went and bought Stay of Home Consumer. Yeah, my, my cousins all bought stuff from there. And I was like, oh, my God. are we? Is that how come the, the line was successful? Because it was all my relatives? My, my cousin Joan, too, in Philly. Oh, did she get a Stay of Yeah, yeah. I asked her, like, because she, she was telling me that she was listening to the podcast. And then uh, at one point I was like, hey, what are your shirt sizes? And then she sent me a picture and she was already wearing like one of the shirts. Are you kidding yeah. me? But I got the jump on her the next time, like the latest <laughs> thing that we did. I think the squirrel and the rat. Oh, t-shirt. good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. we heard from your cousin Steven through our. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, uh, Shout out to cousin Steven. Uh, it's cousin time, y'all. It's, <laughs> y'all, it's cousin season. It's cousin season. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but like, like I hadn't seen. And this was the first time I saw my dad in person since before COVID too. But yeah. like I hadn't seen my cousins and I only saw some of them. It wasn't all of them. No, but let me tell you something. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. There were dinners two nights in a row at your Aunt Peggy's house. Yeah. Um, And it was, you know, <laughs> every room was full of people. But it was, you know, what was really nice is that, and we were talking about this, like, especially for me. Like, this was the first trip. I've only been there a handful of times. And this was the first trip where I didn't feel like a novelty anymore. Right. And I just felt like, oh, yeah, that's Janie's husband, you know. Yeah, I, I like felt you're like, part of the family I felt like now. part of the family, yeah. As opposed to, like, you're this, you're from Philly. La La Land. You live out in Tinseltown? <laughs> What's it like out in Tinseltown? But yeah, everybody was so sweet and so nice. And it was a really, despite the the... The reason for it being so grim, it was a very nice, um, it was a very nice visit. And there's like four generations now because yeah. it's like, like my cousins and then all my cousins, like grown kids yeah. and then so, some of their kids, like the, the little, babies ba- little babies. We saw two little, two uh, little babies. adorable little babies. 
that the were both babies. wearing seersucker when I was wearing seersucker. They seer were wearing sucker. matching everything all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were adorable. They were really cute. Now look, and, yeah, it was crazy. We got to take a break. Oh, we do? Yeah, but we'll have more After when we return. These, these announcements, sponsors, messages. announcements, messages. So from our message from, from us. people, the money okay, people. About money, yeah. Do you believe in magic? Spoon! Magic spoon! Cereal! Did you know that growing up cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid? (laughs) But I had to give it up because I realized when I was an adult, it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat or you will turn into, you know, like junk yourself. It is as St. Paul tells us in scripture. (laughs) So in order to cut down on carb sugar and unhealthy food... I realized I basically can't eat anything anymore, except... You went on this journey, this emotional journey. You never told me any of this, honey. I just was like, you know, some of of the work I do is internal. I don't have to share it, you know? But guess what? What? I discovered... Yeah. Yeah. I discovered that I can eat Magic Spoon. You know why? No. You know why? Because there are zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grab grams of carbs in each serving only 140 calories a serving what it's keto friendly what gluten-free grain-free soy-free low carb and get this gamo free no gamos no gamos you can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors cocoa fruity frosted peanut butter blueberry and cinnamon all my nicknames for you (laughs) i mean Who doesn't love cinnamon? I sure do. So, do you want to try it today? I think you should. Go to magicspoon.com slash homekins to grab your delicious cereal and try it. Be sure to use our promo code homekins to save $5 off your order. Be sure to use that promo code. Magic Spoon's so confident, it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, They'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's some swagger. (laughs) So go to magicspoon.com slash homekins. Use the code homekins to get $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon. Thank you, Magic Spoon. It's so easy being green chef. Chef. That's right. Green Chef. They're once again sponsoring us. Thank Uh, you. Thank you, Green Chef. What is it? you know what Green Chef is? No. What is it? Well, oh, you don't know what it is? I'm pretending for the oh, podcast. Okay, okay. What's Green Chef? Well, I'll tell you, Dum Dum. <laughs> Green Chef is a delicious meal kit. They let you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow recipes perfect for keto, paleo, and plant-powered diets. Oh, to be powered by plants. <laughs> or even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way. Green Chef's expert chefs, and not they're not all green. Some of them are veterans. They design flavorful recipes, flavorful recipes that go way beyond ordinary for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week. Diversity. Representation is important. We have had Green Chef in this house. I love Green Chef. Green Chef takes the meal planning, emotional labor out of the equation. Yes. So you have more energy and more time to play basketball or read a book or you know read a book about basketball yeah or play like you're in a book exactly about basketball now 
We have enjoyed all the Green Chef meals that we've gotten, every single one. It's kind of fun. It's like, what are we going to get? Spoiler alert, we do the balanced ones. We don't do the um, like diet. I don't like. think that's a spoiler. I think people <laughs> assume that about us. <laughs> Those are the really yummy ones, in my opinion, because they have all kinds of ingredients. So listen, I need to call these people to action. Okay. This, this ragtag group that's listening to this podcast. Go to greenchef.com slash homekins100, that is H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S, and the number 100, and use code homekins100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Dang, that's a Benjamin. That's right. Greenchef.com slash homekins100. Use code homekins100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. Y'all get your green chef. It's not easy. That's right. Green chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Thanks, sponsors. Thanks, sponsors. So here was <laughs> here was a highlight oh, with the family. Oh, you're getting into the family. This was, okay, so the first night, the first dinner was all like, it was barbecue, uh, you know, buffet style. You go get yourself your Always food, whatever. Always buffet style with this group. Oh, it's too many people. There's like 100, pe- I mean, what are you going to do? There's not even enough chairs. No. Second night, first night was when we met the babies. We met that dog named Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah, my cousin's dog, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. He's a great dog. He was looking for food all over the place. He almost ate your dad's pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the next night, two of your younger cousins, fourth generation we're talking. Third. Third? Yeah, because they're my cousins. Okay, so the fourth generation would be the babies. Yes. Okay. So there's a third gen. Third gen. The they boy, needed, the some of the boys, some of the boys. Hey, the boys! It was the boys. They had taken up cooking over quarantine. One in particular, I think, yes. taught like self-taught himself. Yes, got very into it, and they wanted to do it. The they dinner. wanted to cook. They for were the they, huge family fancy dinner. Yeah, and, and they were. And in that- wait, by the way, like people kept like. Because I saw other cousins throughout that day, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, so-and-so's coming. Oh, so-and-so's... Like, more people kept getting oh, added yeah. to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And so we get there, <laughs> what, 5.30, 6, something like that? Yeah. And... Yeah. These guys are cooking, and... It was like David and John were in there cooking. Yeah. They, yeah. And they're going on for a while, right? And so we're there for a while. So we're eating, like, hummus, the- my, like hummus and, you know... Baba Ganoush and like some crackers. Yes. Like we're trying to like fill ourselves up. We're having a conversation. Here's a, a, a very interesting thing I learned was your cousin Laura said, Uh-oh. she's never eaten mac and cheese. <laughs> and I was like, this is impossible. You were a child once, right? Oh, because right? one of the one of the dishes that the guys were making was a like a um a chorizo, chorizo mac and cheese. Like a yeah. chorizo spicy mac yeah. and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Which sounded delicious. Amazing. She was, and she was saying she's never eaten it because it always looked disgusting to her. <laughs> and it's like, look. Also, why? I, no, that can't be possible. It doesn't look disgusting. Here's what I can anyone. grant. If you see mac and cheese, it looks kind of like a chopped up yellow brain, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean it's unappetizing. How do you not like smell it cooking like a homemade? It's mac- macaroni and cheese. Also, how do you not? How do you avoid it? Because like I, can't, I know I can't tell you how many potlucks I've thrown together a mac and cheese casserole and like taken yeah, a mac and cheese. Absolutely. Um, or if I'm like feeding a crowd, I'm like, oh my god, y'all, I'm just gonna pick up some fried chicken and do a mac and cheese casserole at home. And and no one ever says, oh, please don't do that. <laughs> uh, it looks gross to me. No. Guess what? All food looks gross. <laughs> If you really think about it, 
All food like looks what? gross. I mean, I forgot that she said that until you're saying that. Because oh, I could not. It imprinted <laughs> on my brain. It was like so weird that that, that could any that anyone. Yeah. I mean, she's older. Like she's older than us too. She's not. She's like, like older. Yeah. But I'm saying she's gone more years not eating mac and what, cheese, than, which is astonishing. Yes, than, absolutely. At this point, you're like, <laughs> I guess you're done. Don't try it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, I'm sure you've heard this before, but it's good. <laughs> and then, okay, so and then every now and then there would be some noise in the kitchen, and the and they would be like dancing in there. They had, I looked at them one time; they had like a routine going on. They did. I couldn't see. They were behind me. It was me. unbelievable. They, had they like, were having so much fun. They in were there. having a great time, but like the hours are ticking by, and like, we're like, "Where is this food?" So I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna go in there because I wanted to get another Truly. I was drinking the hard seltzer. There was a bunch <laughs> of right. Truly. Those look like a mistake in the garage. They were not." A good idea, but I did it anyway. I was like, I'm gonna have this hot out. I'm gonna have this. I remember trip. you had one in your hand, and I just thought to myself, oh, all right. They were weird. They were kind of so they were kind of sweet. I don't know. So I like go out through there, and then um, so I come back out, and uh, I sit down next to Paul and my dad, and some of my other cousins are in that room, and I I lean over and I whisper to Paul, and I was like, they haven't even cooked the pork chops yet. Yeah. We saw like there four was like pork raw chops. meat in there, and I was like, "That we've been here like an like ninety minutes, maybe." And there's like, what like thirty people there, at least. Yeah. So the hours are going. And by. I was like, I don't think this is gonna work out. And we're getting hungry. We're trying not to just eat. <laughs> like, and chips I'm like and whispering shit. to my dad, and my dad's like, "We'll just go to Wendy's." Yeah. <laughs> We'll just leave and we won't tell anyone we're leaving. And we're, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've kind of like, I am curious to see how this plays yes. out. Then at one point, at, well, yeah. your cousin, Daniel? Yeah, I felt bad like riding out. Dan- <laughs> anyway, Daniel was like. Well, yeah, I mean, look, if you know him, this is not a bad story. If you don't, <laughs> like, it's still not a bad story. Daniel, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's on his phone. next he, to us, yeah. kind of hearing us, I think. Yeah. And he comes up to us with his phone and he says, I'm ordered a bunch of pizzas. No, he said I already ordered. Them. Oh, I, he's like, I just ordered a bunch he's of like, pizzas. I got, he's like, yeah. I ordered a bunch of pizzas. And yeah. I was like, Oh, you did? And he was like, Yeah. He's like, I just, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. And we agreed. We're like, Oh, yeah, there's no way. And then he did go in the kitchen and I think he told them it wasn't like, secret. Oh, really? Because I was like, Do they know pizzas are coming? He's like, Yeah, they know. They know. He's like, Because t- he's like, Takes the pressure off of them. Right. Well, did you hear that part when he said, I did not Takes hear the that pressure part. off of them? And I was like, Okay. That's fair. Five minutes later, they put the food out. Well, it might have been like 10. <laughs> it, was, well, it really was not that long. By the way, wait, but you didn't tell the part in the middle between the pizza and them putting the food out. When all that smoke came out, <gasps> they had to open all the windows. Uh, we, it was just like, we were in the living room. There was and just smoke like started billowing out of the kitchen. And then my other cousins from the other room came in there and started opening windows and yeah. the shutters fell off. <laughs> and the then head. someone was like, hey, you're not supposed to touch those shutters. <laughs> and then we we're like, okay. And then someone was like opening the front door and like it was like we were fanning this, like trying not to set off the um, the fire alarm. Yeah. And then five minutes but after then, that, like, the food came but out. But then when they put the food out on the dining table, it was literally like... Perfect. Well, first they it put was all out. Perfect. It seemed. It's still. They perfect. still weren't in the clear because they. The first thing they put out was, "Hey, we have these jalapeno poppers that we made." The poppers were pretty good, though. and they were good. But it's like, okay, what? 
what's the schedule of items coming out? <laughs> yeah, like, and then yeah. after that, they put everything out on the dining room and the dining like table. Like a full meal. Like and a it was full inc- feast. It was incredible. And it, w- and it was also like Instagram. Like I probably should have taken a picture of it, but we were like hungry and like. It looked, not only was the food good, the presentation was amazing. By the way, it was like 9 p.m. when this happened. Yeah. <laughs> Like Which, like, you might be like, what? In New York, we eat at 1030. Well, we're or not in might, New York. Yeah, this you, is West Virginia. You might be like, <laughs> in Paris, we don't even eat until 1030. You know, you know, that's when we start having our meals. Well, okay. My aunt, this is at my Aunt Peggy's house. My Aunt Peggy turned 90 this year, okay? All right. So, we're so not, shut the fuck so, up. So, so go you ahead. Leave Aunt Peggy you out of this. fucking eat your How 10, dare you 10, 30 p.m. meal. Bring up Paris when we're talking about Aunt Peggy's <laughs> we're house. We're talking about Aunt Peggy. She turned 90 this year. So, you make me sick. So just like back off. Shut up. Back off, haters. Sit down and shut up. Shut up. We don't eat then. We went shut there. Shut up. At six. <laughs> we went there at six, expecting to eat at 730. The food didn't come out until nine. There was a fire in between and my cousin daniel ordered pizzas and then oh we ate so we eat the food it's delicious and then my dad's like we gotta go yeah because <laughs> your dad is like i'm 81 years old and i would have been in bed two hours ago so we walk out and the pizzas <laughs> arrive daniel, daniel's like don't leave you gotta take some of these pizzas he made and we were like oh man we gotta go we got and my dad was like i can't what am i supposed to do with this pizza like i ate already. my wife's asleep it's <laughs> yeah, 10 o'clock at night yeah, like, and uh and then uh but then, but then we were like, he finally the food came, and then he gave my dad like a pizza and a bunch of sandwiches. He gave or, him two pizzas and a couple sandwiches. I don't even know what he did, but my dad like unloaded because he was like, I can't. He didn't because Daniel didn't want to like shame the boys. Yeah, of course, of course. He didn't want to be like I have all these pizza. But in my mind, I'm like, this pizza is gonna get eaten because there's like thirty five. I think people Daniel also it. didn't want to shame himself a little bit. He was being like, yeah, he was being like, I doubted. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I doubt it. Yeah. I also doubt it. We all doubt it. I was coming up with a plan B while you were on your pizza app. Yeah. If Christ okay. our Lord came back <laughs> and said, guys, I'm going to cook tonight. <laughs> and it took that long, I'd be like, no, he can't do it. He's lost it. And then <laughs> He doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> it shouldn't make this long. And then when we got home, we got home to LA because we left the next day. Well, the next day, your dad picked us up and said, yeah, I, had two, I had two pieces of pizza, pizza for breakfast this morning and I've had heartburn ever since. <laughs> oh, the pizza has been like, and then every time I text my dad, I'm like, we made it. He's like, we had more pizza or like ate some meat. And I'm like, I'm like laughing because. <laughs> anyway, the dinner was amazing and I felt terrible that they. That there was all this draw, like sort of like I know. suspense leading up but to it. But they got their praise. Like everyone told them how great it was. That's true. And the chorizo mac and cheese was actually, it was like a rigatoni and it was a, Yeah, it was chorizo. like a penne. It was yeah, like a penne. penne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was not exactly, it was not what, what it didn't your look cousin like was picturing. Well, does that mean that she, if my cousin ate it, which she, she probably didn't. I bet she didn't. But if she... She wouldn't even try those... She wouldn't even try those um, freeze-dried cauliflower because she said it wasn't worth the carbs or whatever. Oh, yeah. She was very. She was a real label inspector. Well, she's a jock. Yeah. She plays. Yeah. She's like a golfer and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, okay. So does that mean if she tried the 
Penay. Does that may does that mean that she has now tried mac and cheese? If you try the penne, what does no. that mean? I say technically no, no. That's not mac and cheese. No, it's not. That's mac and like cheese. highbrow, whatever, blah blah blah. But we all know what mac and cheese is, and that wasn't it. Mm-mm. You have to have elbow macaroni, I think, for it to you, be mac and cheese. It must be elbow, elbow macaroni. macaroni. It must be yellow cheese. Yellow cheese. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking I mean, like there's craft. white cheese. There's what? Yeah, I am. But there's a That's lot not of how non, I do my macaroni. There's not a lot. There's a lot of non-craft macaroni and cheese that is also yellow. I mean, like when I do mine, I like grate the cheddar. Like I do it, I grate it myself. Yeah. Because it melts like a little bit nicer. That's I'm just a, that's saying. Your, that's your gourmet mac and cheese. That's just what I'm saying. Is yes. like how I do it, yes. and then lots of butter and milk or whatever. Of course. Okay. Yes. But yes, okay, fine. I don't think she's tried it. No, I don't she think hasn't. it was even there. She hasn't. Technically, no. it wasn't even there. No, not there was no mac and cheese there on that night. There. No, you can you can call it that, but that's not what no. it is. Technically, no. And then they like they made the pork chops sort of like they they sliced them very thin yeah. on the diagonal. They drizzled some drizzled sauce on this, there. Drizzled this like sauce that was amazing, delicious, and it stretched it out for a crowd. Yeah, I was impressed. I have to say. It was the miracle of the pork chops and the It was the loaves and fish. Cheese. It was the loaves yeah. and the fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like uh, a real situation. So then we get back to LA. Yeah, we're back. It's um, hot here. Any events when we got back? Nothing really, right? Well, um, I, I will say before we left, I had a couple auditions. I was a little... I got a little bent out of shape over one because... I was asked, I don't know, actors, you tell me, you tell me. I was asked to audition for a Netflix feature. I'm not Mm. saying I was perfect for it, but I'm not saying I wasn't. That's right. You could have done that part. I could have done it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have given it to me. You probably wouldn't have given it to you. No. Right. But I could have done it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Anyway, it's this little part, whatever. I tape it. I put it up on the WeTransfer, like, <laughs> you know, they you do. And then I tape this other part for CSI Vegas. By the way, thought I nailed that one, crickets. That one, they made a mistake. I wish now, you had that, one, that one, they made a mistake. That one, I wish you had Because it that was part. like sort of like a more country... Like state trooper, yeah, kind of quirky, like a sort of like I don't know where you're from, but we don't do things that way around here. Yeah, they're like, okay, welcome to the middle of nowhere. Or yeah, whatever it was. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like it was good. It was like good. I was yeah. like, okay, I, this this is this one I can do. Yeah, and then um and then I send that one in, and then my agent's like, thanks received, and I saw like on the WeTransfer, it got you know like clicked on, mm-hmm. like you know downloaded. Somebody opened the email. So, downloaded or whatever. The link had been downloaded. The link had been downloaded. So then I send the movie one. Wait, what does that mean? The link had been downloaded. The so, link had been sent. Uh, uh, so you send the link on WeTransfer, and then right. when you go to your WeTransfer page to see if your file has been retrieved, right? It tells you how many times. Yes. Like it's been retrieved five times, or right. you know, retrieved well, means somebody has downloaded, downloaded the file. The file. Yes. But like it only needs to be downloaded once. Yeah. Because you're sending it off yeah, to yeah, the yeah. people. And so I send the movie one, and I noticed 
Because I get you get a notice after like five days, like yeah. your your link is going to expire. You know, yeah. this link is going, this file is going to expire. So I go, no one, no one fucking downloaded it. And they were like, oh, thanks, Janie, received. So you tell me, how yeah. would you feel if you were asked to prepare five pages of sides? <laughs> that makes me wonder if you anyone know. saw that one that I did for the, for the, where I had to sing. Well, your agents definitely saw it because they told you you did a good job with no, it. No, that was a different one. Remember? Um. Well, that one also... That one I got zero feedback on, and it was the most elaborate thing I've ever done. <laughs> I did I did a thing where, you they, know, because... They made a mistake not casting you in that Well... Part. They made a mistake. Because over the... Over I'd the, like to know who got that Over part. quarantine, I got into technical stuff, and I finally got into doing, like, green screen and things like that. So I went, I went way out for this audition, and now it, it makes me audi- think... It was a fun audition. It was a fun audition. It was a fun part. It um, was something, like, totally up your alley absolutely like it was in your interest and something it was in my interest exactly i would i would have been thrilled to have done this role but i wonder did i try too hard no you don't think that turned them off no if anybody actually saw no (laughs) i wonder sometimes because normally the thing the thing about auditions is for people who don't know is that it's very hard to judge like if an in, with an in person audition, everyone's on the I, same playing field. Everyone's on the person. same playing field, but it's like you get the part, and it's like maybe it's a specific thing, and you say, "Okay, what can I do to suggest this?" So, but without like putting on like a full costume and showing sure. up in the waiting room, you right. know? Because there's some people do wa- that. There's a ba- like what you're. I think what you're trying to say is there's a bit of a balancing act between bringing yourself to the role and also suggesting the world of the story versus, uh, Oh, I'm trying to fit a square peg into a round hole and I'm going to go overboard on suggesting the world of the story to compensate. I'm going to look like I'm already in it or whatever. So that I'm compensating now for the fact that maybe I'm not of this world. I'm not exactly of this world. Yeah. So like in person, in an audition, you might not put on like a fucking top hat or whatever, but, when we're all home alone, trapped in our houses, yeah, I think that's it's different. like, well, maybe I can do something a little more elaborate with this. But then as soon as I sent it, I was like, ah, I wonder if I made a mistake. And if that was too much, because I really went all out. <laughs> I just feel like, well, cause it was like a period thing and it was I like, had, I backed, I shot it on green screen. I put in backdrops and I thought it you was know. fun. I mean, I thought it was fun too. I think honestly, uh, for that particular one, I think that um, the timing of that one made me think that they were like hurriedly requesting tapes for that part. Here's why I don't I understand he- that. Because I heard like, oh, this thing starts in May. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, someone dropped out or someone got sick. And this was in March, right? Or something like that? It I was think, like... No, it was, a- it was, there, no was- it was after that. And I'll tell you how I know. Please. Because I had breakfast with Samantha... And I didn't start having breakfast with Samantha again until the both of us were fully vaccinated. Oh, right. And I was not fully vaccinated until like May 1st. Right. Okay. Or May 5th or it something. It was, there was a tight turnaround on it. So it was in May. Because it was like, we need the audition. And then uh, because it's a, there's a musical element to it, there's going to be like rehearsal. rehearsals for singing and dancing and everything. And what I'm thinking is, 
It was too big a part to give to me. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I also like. I agree with you. Like we're going to see the film and it's going to be like Hugh Jackman or something. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, because it it stars two very well-known people and it's like, these are the type of people that it's going to be like the usual suspects rounding out. Agreed. But then like, I also happen to know that sometimes like monetarily, there are parts that go to people that will take less than Hugh Jackman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause yeah. they already had like really big names that they were paying a lot of money. Yeah, to. I know. But if they have the money for two big names, they have money for other names, other recognizable people. Also, that it's going to be on cost Ap- as much money. It's going to be on Apple. Do you think Apple has money? I don't know. Do they? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Apple Does has Apple, like, <laughs> I wonder if Apple has any money. do you think Apple has any money? How do you think Apple is doing? Do you think Apple TV is doing okay? Do you know what? I'm going to go to the genius bar and I'm going to ask. I'm going to make an appointment and say, look, give it to me straight. How's Gee, Apple TV okay. doing? Okay. Are you guys doing okay? Hey, nobody else is listening. It's just you and me. <laughs> How's Apple TV doing? Also, by the way, they they have us by the short hairs, as they say, mm-hmm. because everything that they do, like Apple, like you're like, am I going to be like, it's just, am I, and I have to buy Apple music for the rest of my life now? Like that's what has to happen, right? Like if I want my music to be everything. Right. Do I have to buy Apple Music for the rest of my life? I, I think I do. Maybe. Or some streaming thing. And then know. during the pandemic, they rolled out Apple Fitness, and I was like, oh, that's that's cheap. That's cheaper than a gym. I'll, I'll sign up for that. I sign up for Apple Fitness. I use it, what, like twice a month because I barely actually, I don't move. Like, I'm a total, like, sloth now. That's <laughs> like, just, I have that's no just fitness. right now. Just like where, but I don't know. Is it? This might be the new me. Honey, how long did I go before I got back to the gym? You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not going. I mean, I, I like the Apple Fitness so much, but like, I just am not into fitness anymore. Like, I, it is such <laughs> a chore for me to do it. I, mm-hmm. I don't have But that's how me. I felt too. That's how I felt too. And then things turned around. I know, but you're a different animal than I am. I'm a different animal. I mean, you're like, you get like, I don't know. I have like, I'm like kind of all over the place and you're not, you're either this or that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You're either this way or you're that way. That's true. Like you're on this mode or that mode. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm kind of like all over the dial in one day even. Baby. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot the lyrics to WKRP because I tried to start in the middle. Uh, Baby, if you've ever wondered. Baby, wondered whatever became of me. Wondered, wondered whatever became of me. I'm living on, on the, the air in Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati WKRP. Got kind of tired of packing and unpacking, <laughs> town to town, up and down, down the, the dial. dial. Baby, oh, I can't remember it. It's to me. But baby, think of me once in a while. Wow. What is that middle line though? Uh, so they're down, gonna, down, gonna, so many the people are going to tweet us. Baby, you and me were never, never meant, meant to be. But, but maybe think of me once in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. That was a good oh. show. But wait, that's not the best radio song. What's the best radio song? W O L W O W O L D D D D D. 
Harry Chapin song that I had never heard. What? It's so good. Until Janie introduced me to it. How can you not have heard it? It's from Greatest Stories Live. Like, that's like the... Because I never heard that album, I guess? That's like the album. Here's what I knew. I knew the Taxi song by Harry Chapin. I knew... Did he do the... Catch in the Cradle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew that one. What are some of his other hits? Um, uh, Something about... I. I want to learn a love song. That's not how it goes. Where, you know, uh, <laughs> wait, is that the ta- Wait, I want to, the WOLD song is like, it's like, uh, how does it go? Now I can't think of it because you were doing KRP. I'm sorry. You were doing KRP and I can't remember it. Well, don't turn this around on me. <laughs> WOLD. W O L D D D, and it's about a DJ, right? I am the morning DJ. <laughs> Wait, that's a, all right, this is a good. I just have to like kind of get sort of into it because he does a lot of talking. Of course, the there's a big intro. Hold it like that. It was two kids and I was into AM rock. He was into AM rock. Sure. <laughs> he had to run, he ran around. He stepped out on his marriage. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. I am the morning DJ at WOLP. Playing all the hits for you, <laughs> wherever you may be. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best radio song. Does that even exist anymore? Story songs? Is, is anybody doing that anymore? Of course they must be. Don't you think? They of course they. It's like a genre. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it's not, a real genre. I know, but I'm not. But there's really, like country stuff. Country like. That's all lists. I like this and that and the other thing, and that's what makes me country of, sing. Like the story, like because you know we had like. I don't know, like, um, you know, oh God, Bobby Gentry. And that's the, right. The um, song like Fancy. That, that's a story. But the one, the Brit, the cha, the Chappahatchee, <laughs> Tallahatchie Bridge. Yeah, Bobby. What's the Billy name? Joe McAllister? Billy Joe. Jesus, the Ballad of Billy Joe. Y'all, the weekend. Ode to Water, Billy Joe. The weekend water has. Has set in my bones. It really has. Number it two. It just got in there. We Number should two. seek out that TV movie that they made out of that song. The Robbie Benson was Do you think in. it's on YouTube? It's got to be. It's got to be. Remember there was a point in the pandemic where I was going to buy nor- the North and South miniseries on <laughs> YouTube. And right. I was like, I can't pay for this. Because it looked like shit. Even no, the one if I you, paid though, if I paid for it, it would have been in. I bet it would not have looked HD up. or whatever. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> well, it wasn't shot in HD. Yeah, but I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get it my. Would have old... had like three less layers of filth on it. What I need though, I need all those old TV movies. I need all those. I'm sure they don't age well. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I need to see those actors. I need to see those costumes. I need to see them shooting. Period what stuff the, in Burbank. What was that podcast you did about TV movies? <laughs> With Sam Pancake? Yes. Me and What's Sam the name Pan- of it again? Oh, another West Virginia. Another That's West right. Virginia. Um, boy. Boy. 
Something like the Saturday afternoon matinee. Proud son of West Virginia. Yeah, Sam Pan. I love Sam Pan Kike. He's great. Wait, what's the name of his podcast? Yes, it's It's, it's TV movies. It's like something about the Monday afternoon matinee or something or something like that. Yeah, and we watched this movie with was it like Olivia De Havilland who was in it? It was like some old like golden age actress was in this fucking TV movie where somebody got buried alive. It was Olivia De Havilland. It's Sam Pancake presents. Sam Pancake presents the Monday afternoon movie. Actor and comedian Sam Pancake sits down with friends. That's me. <laughs> famous and funny. Definitely funny. Not famous. To discuss the surreal, silly, and nonetheless star-studded made-for-TV movies of the 1970s. It's a loving look at baffling, not-quite-feature-length flakes that often aren't on DVD and have largely been lost to time. It was like... Which was the one I did? It was like... Um, it was like something... Somebody was buried alive. And she was like out for a walk or whatever. <laughs> and then somebody's like, hey, <laughs> I'm buried alive under here. The lady and then she went... The, what was it called? Like the lady... The lady screams or something like that? Uh, yeah, it had a weird name it was like that. It was funny because I had to watch it for the podcast and... I was, I pulled it up on the YouTube and like you ended up watching it with me. Yes. It was like deep in the, pan- it was like at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. It was, it was the perfect time to watch this horrible movie. I was so excited to be asked on Sam Pancake's podcast too. But listen, this is a good segue. Like- this is a good segue into recommendations. Check out Sam Pancake's podcast. Definitely. Um, and I want to recommend a podcast that I just started. Remember I told you about Jamie Loftus did that. Uh, she did that my year in Mensa podcast. And then she did the one about, um, Lolita. Mm-hmm. And now she's doing one about the Kathy comic strip. Oh, interesting. It's called the ACK cast. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Loftus is her name. And I've just listened to the first episode and it's great. Like Jamie is super smart and funny and gets into these things that you think, you know, but you don't know. That's fine. And, it's it's a very interesting um, look at a thing that a lot of people dismiss, probably myself included. I'm sure many times. Uh-huh. Um, but it's uh, it's really worth listening to. To uh, it's it it's you should listen to it because it's worth discovering what this Which comic strip is all into. about. Okay, yeah, and how people looked at it and everything. Well, I'm um, I have I'm real all up into my recommendation right now. I'm all caught up at this moment. Um, I I know I recommended it earlier in the pandemic to live and die in LA and it was like this mystery but now there's a season two to live and die in LA season two and I just got all caught up and it's like an ongoing investigation into this missing girl and it's like Neil Strauss he's like Mm. he's like I think he's like a rock journalist yeah isn't that right? He did like the pickup artist and he did yeah like mystery or whatever anyway (laughs) He seems fine. I don't know what his deal is. I think he seems he's, a little intense. I, I think he's a divisive figure. I think some people really don't like him and some people like him. And you know, He kind of sounds like he's always having a, a lot of trouble in his <laughs> personal life. <laughs> not like drama. Not drama. Like it's just like things are always a little like not, you know, he's I poor guy. I, I don't know him. <laughs> In a way, I kind of have come to be like, I think he means well. I think he's, he means well. You know what right. I'm saying? But sure. I don't know. I yeah. don't know this person. 
I only know him through my parasocial relationship of this podcast, <laughs> of course, of the podcast, to live and die in LA. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm listening to that and it's very addictive in the in the way that like a mystery that's unfolding is because actually the investigation is ongoing. Mm-hmm. This podcast is kind of going on in kind of real time. Right. Like it's not wow. like it wasn't done like a year ago. Mm-hmm. This is like developments are happening. And I think the podcast is actually being used as a tool to kind of open some leads. Wow. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Yes. Speaking of murders or uh, mysteries. Oh, yeah. Another recommendation. We watched a Netflix. Sophie, uh, Murder in West Cork. Um, it's got, only four episodes, right? I thought it's it was like only a, three. Was it only three? I it's think it's it a limited was. series, but it's On a. Netflix. Um, it's a docuseries. It's, it's absolutely, it's extremely engaging. It's definitely worth watching, especially if it's you're a, a fan. Terrible. I will just say, if you're a fan of the staircase um, document docu series, and also, this would be and you know they're doing staircase as a mini series. They're dramatizing. I know, it. and Colin Firth is going to play Peterson. And I said, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It should have been John C. McGinley. Yeah. Look up Michael Peterson and look up John C. McGinley. And if you're yeah. familiar with John C. McGinley, he was on Scrubs. Um, if you're familiar with his acting style, he would have been a perfect choice to play this guy. Maybe he didn't want to play him. I think they went to first. No, because Colin Firth is like a pretty big. You got to hear him doing his American accent. And, come on, I will. Are say, they going to give him the right eyebrows? <laughs> you know, the eyebrows are everything. Yeah, the eyebrows are the way into that character. Yeah. That's right. It's like some people are like, it's the shoes with Michael Peterson. It's going to be the eyebrows. All right. We have something to tell our audience. We have to break this to you. And it's been something we've been saving (laughs) until the end because it's kind of like, it might not be received as lovingly as we want it. It's fine. It's fine. Look, this podcast started during the pandemic and it's going to continue, but we're not going to do it every week anymore. We have a plan to wean you off of it. <laughs> Until you forget we're, all about it. We're going to titrate you down. It's like yeah. it's like you've been put on a medication by your doctor. That's right. And your doctor's like, you can't quit that cold turkey. No. That's bad news. You're going to have uh, side effects. Yeah. So we're just going to titrate you. And that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. As your physicians, we are going to titrate you down to twice a month. That's right. Until, I probably shouldn't tell you this now. Yeah. I should have waited. No, go ahead. Until October. And then you'll we'll get be t- once a month. You'll get two podcasts a month until October. Then you'll get one in October, one in November, one in December. Our 2022 discussion has not occurred yet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but that we'll is a different thing. And, you know, we don't know what the year is going to bring. We've got lots of uh, creative balls in the air. So, like, there's even a possibility, like, things can morph into something different with, with us. Yeah. Like, where we're putting out a different kind of thing. Exactly. I mean, that's what we hope. If well, things listen, go well. Stay subscribed no matter what. You if, have if to it doesn't... hit follow and subscribe to know when we drop. Yes. And but also... if it doesn't if it doesn't kill you to have a non-weekly update uh that you see in your podcast app, if you just see the show that only that doesn't update once a week like everybody else. 
If that doesn't kill you just on an aesthetic level, I stay heard subscribed. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I heard that too. The is that philosopher true? Kelly are, we Clarkson. Still, are we still allowed to say that? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Is that it's, still it's, acceptable? It's an extreme opinion, is what I would say. And you can say it, but it's not necessarily true. <laughs> it, well, There's plenty of things no, that don't kill you that weaken is, you. <laughs> but it is, it is true in a way because, like, the nature of life. In a right. way, sure. It's, is that that's where you are? I think it's too late to dissect this discuss, this saying right now. Anyway, we're titrating, y'all. Yeah. So once a month, and then um, twice a we'll, month, then once a month. We'll do some. Uh, we'll do some watch alongs. We like to do we'll the do, watch alongs. Like maybe we'll think of another thing that we can do every once in a while. Just plop it in there. Um, yeah, but, we're not going anywhere. It's just that life is changing currently. Yes. 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 Nature is healing. <sighs> blah blah blah. But anyway, thank you for those listening. Those are our recommendations. Those are our recommendations. That's your schedule. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. We are Stay of Homekins on Twitter and uh, Instagram. We are Stay of Homekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. We look um, at everything. Yeah, so we really appreciate you listening. We appreciate all the interactions, and you guys are fantastic. And thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. And we'll be back in a couple, in two weeks. So until then, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay Stay sane sane and and stay stay strong. strong.